Good morning. It's it's Froster Buns Friday. It's 9.07. And, oh, we got a lot of ground to cover in the next three hours. Uh, John Gizzy is going to be with us. Uh, he is with Newsmax. I've known John for probably 25 years. Uh, everybody is uh, trying to figure out about this Republican congressman from New York. What's going to happen? Uh, he is not the biggest liar to, to have run for the House of Representatives. We'll get some insight from John. We've got uh, the uh, Baldwin case. Apparently, uh, he's being charged with involuntary ma- manslaughter. Uh, and I don't disagree with the charge. We'll talk about the punishment. We touched on it briefly yesterday. Um, we've got, well, it, it, in, literally, this is where I'm going to start the program. Nothing like a musical interlude. That audio is um, of a uh, chubby guy dressed as a woman uh, performing. And that's all fine and dandy. But apparently, the venue is somewhat questionable. Missouri middle schools took students to a drag show without parental consent. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. I've been telling you, I mean... For years, I'm telling you, it's happening here. 1619 Project is happening here. The, the, this uh, push to normalize a transgender, uh, it's happening here. Your kids are being indoctrinated. Every year since 2014, the city of Columbia, Missouri hosts their Columbia Values Diversity Breakfast. Why? Well, who the hell needs a diversity breakfast? It's, in, it's incredible that they get away with this. At this year's annual celebration, they topped off the celebration with a drag performance. All the children were, uh, with all the children is still in the audience. According to the city's website, the event typically features a breakfast award presentation, artistic celebration, keynote address, The celebration is coordinated by the city's Office of Cultural Affairs. We don't need an Office of Cultural Affairs in the city of Columbia or any other city anywhere else in the country. You don't need a cultural affairs attache. And uh, they get the support of many community volunteers. However, the city of Columbia had had middle school students from at least three schools in attendance and allegedly never informed parents about the drag queen portion of the program. Get your kids the hell out. I don't care what the sacrifice is. You know what I was thinking, Brian? There's a part of me that's thinking we should start a nonprofit. We should get donations from the people who can afford it, and we should be giving money to parents to send their kids to the school of their choice, or even if they're homeschooling, to offset the cost of the taxes they pay in order to educate their children at home 
while you know paying for the public school system where they live. I think we could do that, and I'm willing to bet we can get enough donations that perhaps we can we can make a dent. This is an insult to every parent. What are they doing? And I've been telling you, get your kids out of government schools. It's happening here. And it is. Jeez, these progressives are out of their minds. You didn't have this when you went to school? No, we uh, did not weird. have this. Uh, yeah, this is the thing today, you know. You need to get out of the Stone Age. <laughs> yeah, out of the, or the Stoned <laughs> Age. I don't know. Um, but it, it is... It's, it's just incredible. Libs of TikTok covered this. I got notice about this yesterday uh, after the program. I couldn't do anything about it, but it was like, holy, holy Toledo. This, this is insane. Uh, let me kick it off with Chuck. He is uh, online uh, this morning. Good morning, Chuck. How are you? Pretty good. How are you? All right. Well, I'd like to know where the disrespect and the debauchery ends. I got I, I just, after hearing this, I feel like I'm going to find out after my grandson gets back from a week out trip for the for the band and find out that they took him to Vegas to the Mustang Ranch. I mean, where's <laughs> it going to stop? Oh, they wouldn't do that. That would be a heterosexual stop. Well, maybe not for them. They might make special arrangements. You know what I mean? It's, getting, <laughs> it's just getting pathetic. It's it is. It's getting so disgusting and pathetic. It's insane. And we really, you know, I, I, I can't impress upon people enough to get their kids out of government schools. They are corrupt. They're yes. unconstitutional, yeah, they are. really. And the fact that people can't see this is in, is in your face as they're making it. Is It makes me wonder about certain folks in society that are adults as well. And oh, I'm starting parents, to think... It's, I'm starting to think that the parents that are listening to this program are, are saying to themselves, well, that's not really happening to my kids. And it's it got to be that. Yeah. All right. Denial. So, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, denial. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of is that parents listening to this program that haven't yanked their kids out of government schools must be thinking to themselves, well, it's not really happening here or it's not really happening to my kid. Yes, it is. It's Froster Buns Friday, so whatever topic is on your mind, you can bring it to the table. 874-9390 if you're local. 800-529-5572 if you're not. You can also go to GaryNolan.com, send me a message. That'll pop up in studio. Let me go to the phones. Uh, Barbara, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Good morning, sir. Thank you very much. We enjoy your show. Uh, a comment and a question, if you've got just that much time. Comment on homeschooling. We uh, here in our little community in, in Missouri, I know several families who have taken their children uh, out of public schooling and they're doing homeschooling. They've developed a co-op where they've got several families that follow the same curriculum and they are having a wonderful response 
They go on field trips that are uh, educational and fun, but they they do just all sorts of things to teach the children that they can uh, fish, they can raise animals, they can yeah, raise it gardens. Is a to- it's they a great do all kinds of things like that, and a, you know, on a larger scale, but at home as well. And they're doing great, and I applaud them. And uh, and any assistance, as I know, they have to pay for these uh, curriculums. They have to pay big money, especially if they have several children. It adds up. So I'll, I'll have to say that about some of the people that I know. My kids are grown and got kids and my all right, one Bar- son's Barbara, have you got a question for me? Can you believe that? Barbara, have you got a question for me? My other question regards FDIC insurance. Yeah. We heard recently that there was some concern about what if. And uh, we don't have much in the way of savings, but we've got enough that we don't want to lose it. And so what do we do? Well, I would look for uh, diversification. I wouldn't leave all the money in a savings account. Uh, I'd get some gold or precious metal. Uh, I would probably, uh, and I'm not, it, uh, I'm not in a position to give advice. I'm not an expert on this. Uh, but I would call somebody and, and get some information from them about where to put your money. Uh, look Is for there things a real that, worry? Is there a real concern about it? About the FDIC? Yeah. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a crappy program that shouldn't exist, uh, and it doesn't give you all your money back. There's a ceiling on how much of it you can get back. Mm. Uh, but well, we the, don't have that much. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, but I would talk to a, a good investment company and, and uh, investment advisor and do some homework. Get on the interwebs. Uh, I would stay away from BlackRock, though. That's just my that's my personal opinion. I wouldn't okay. put money there. All right, Barbara, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Callers, hang on. I'm up against the clock. I have no choice. I will get to you, and it's the shortest break of the hour. It's the Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network. It's Froster Buns Friday. It's uh, 21 minutes after 9 o'clock. Uh, I've invited uh, Brandon Rather to come on the program. He'll be with us in a few seconds. Uh, for those of you in Springfield, Brandon hosts our morning show uh, up here in central Missouri, uh, Columbia, Jeff City. And uh, he has uh, done some <laughs> he's done some homework on this uh, libs of TikTok, uh, TikTok story about the diversity dinner. Uh, and he'll come on board with us in a few minutes and explain what he has uncovered. Uh, but get your kids out of government school. That's the number one message if you just get them out. And uh, and number two, uh, I was kicking this around with Brian briefly. I'm wondering if we couldn't create a nonprofit to raise money to help parents get their kids out of government schools. Wouldn't that be fantastic? Wouldn't it? I mean, we've got some very wealthy people, both who listen to the show and live in the state, who I think might donate to this. Uh, and, you know, I, I can see giving parents that homeschool a refund on the amount of money they pay to the government for public schools. All right, so I'm going to go to the phones in a second, but let me bring Brandon Rathard in. 
Uh, and, and again, uh, Springfield, he is our morning show host, does a terrific job up here. Uh, Brandon, you and I were chatting uh, a little while ago about this uh, Libs of tit, tit, tip, TikTok story. It's not easy to say at this hour. And you've, uh, you've reached out. And what, what have you uncovered? So I reached out because a couple of the, the statements, at least, that, that we have seen that we've been privy to at uh, this point. By the way, a lot of this stuff, it's State Senator Caleb Rowden has posted this on Twitter. Nicholas Schroer, another state lawmaker, has uh, posted this in pretty bold language by Schroer to something to the effect of, like, hey, you need to come and answer for this. And I'll tell you by the reaction we got uh, on the show this morning from parents uh, and, and, and especially, we had two very poignant callers, Gary, on the show this morning. One, she says, hey, listen, she says, I'm an advocate in the LGBT community, and I do all this. And she, in effect, was saying, this is BS. We had another parent who called and said her child is, uh, you could say he's in a diverse group. Uh, he has autism, and the principal of his school invited this this autistic child, and, and he was excited and, and everything. And you can imagine his reaction when he saw what unfolded in front of him and numerous other students. And then to see the behavior, by the way, of – and listen, I don't care what people's opinions are on, on drag shows. People want to dress up and pretend they're a chick. That doesn't bother me. City-sponsored events. This was a City of Columbia function. And to see city council people like Andrea Weiner get up in this event and tipping there's video she's tipping these these dancers it just blows me away that there's any amount of acceptability to yeah this kind of stuff is okay especially when there's kids there but here's the biggest takeaway that i'm gathering right now gary is so we've seen a statement from school board member uh david seaman and i want to quote here because i don't want to miss uh mess this up but he says city officials oversee the plant city officials oversee the planning and programming for the event and other than the keynote speaker, most of the program is unknown to the public. If you have any issues, reach out to the city. There is a statement from the public information officer within the Columbia Public School District uh, and that she had sent to Libs of TikTok and explains this is what the event was. does say the last portion was a 15-minute dance and singing performance by inclusion. Same language from the public information officer. If you have questions about this, you should contact the City of Columbia Office of Cultural Affairs. I did, instead of going through that, I went straight to the city manager, to Carlin Seawood, because kind of the vibe and what we're getting from the parents that we spoke to this morning, and by the way, reading a permission slip. You know, Gary went back in our, back in our day, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you went on a field trip, you got a permission slip. Hey, we're gonna we want to take little Gary Nolan to the Cleveland Zoo. Is this okay? And mom and dad would say, sure. Uh, leave him there while you're at it. Was too. Yeah, I had to get. I actually had to get two tickets, one to get out. <laughs> um, and 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 I want to read, and this might get, and it's a short paragraph, but I think it's important. It's key here. Part of this. Uh, we've been invited by uh, by Mr. Drury to attend Columbia Values Diversity Breakfast Holiday and Expo Center. This is an event which leaders, businesses, and groups from the community gather to celebrate diversity. Traditionally, there are songs, performances, and a food item that usually consists of cold grab and go. Great, uh, great experience, and yes or no. So. I, I, one of the questions I would um, I would have, so I reached out to City Manager to Carlin Seawood, 
Carl and C would and I, I think, enjoy a rather healthy relationship. I see him a lot. He comes in and hangs out on Fred Perry's uh, CEO Roundtable uh, program, which is a regular feature here on the uh, on the radio stations, and talk to him uh, all the time. So I texted him like, hey, can we would like to get you on the show to what's going on here? Did the school know about this and didn't tell parents? Did nobody within the city think it was important to let the... What happened? What's going on? And I will say, interesting on the part of DeCarlin Seawood, I might be wrong. I have an open mind to listen. He he texted me back and said, basically, I don't know who this is. Or he says, I don't have a name attached to this text. I kind of have a hard time believing that because we have a text history in which we have addressed each other. And I hate to say it because personally, I like DeCarlin, but it, it makes me wonder so... It, it, it seems like everybody, it's the Alec Baldwin thing. Somebody's responsible, but it yeah, sure but, ain't me. And yeah. that's that's the bottom line that I am my takeaway right now this morning. All right. Uh, Brandon, thank you yeah. for uh, getting us uh, up to date on those uh, contacts that you've made. I'm going to go back grab some phone calls, buddy. Brandon Rathard uh, for Central Missourians. That is the station. This is the station, and that is the program to listen to. Uh, let me go get uh, Tara on the line. Tara, good morning. How are you? Um, good. How are you? I am well, thank you. Um, so I talked to Brandon this morning on his show. My son was a child with uh, autism, severe autism that was there. Um, and so this whole thing, my problem is our principal called us yesterday afternoon and was like, you know, I'm really sorry. We did not know this was going to be the performance. He took ownership. But every, I talked to, um, I've had emails from Columbia Public Schools, and they're the same copy and paste emails that Liz the TikTok got. And I sent emails to the city, and no one wants to take ownership for what happened. And they knew my son was going to be there because, um, like I said, he has severe autism, so we actually worked really hard to um, make sure that it was going to be an event that he could attend. And they arranged seating for him at the back of the room in the back corner where less sensory influence and if he needed to take a break, he would be able to leave. And the city planners worked with our principal on obtaining that seating. And nobody ever said, hey, by the way, this is our entertainment today. Yeah, the, the, the sad thing here, Tara, is that the big picture is being ignored. It's not that these uh, transgender guys dressed as women were out there singing and promoting their lifestyle. The problem is that there was an event at all. This isn't what your tax dollars should be going to. Your tax dollars shouldn't be spent on diversity. They shouldn't be spent on these kinds of dinners or lunches or whatever the hell they are. Your tax dollars should be going to protecting your rights and in the case of government schools, should only be to go uh, to learn reading, writing, and arithmetic. And they've clearly gone beyond that. Uh, so it's, it's frustrating to me to, to see this happening in our backyard. Tara, i got to run. Thank you for the call. I wish your son the best. Uh, 874-9390, toll-free numbers 800-529-5572. Jim says, my wife, who is also a speech pathologist, conservative, and adores Gary Nolan, Go figure says you do that. I guess that's remove our kids from public schools. If that happens, the other side wins. Well, no, that's that's faulty logic. If everybody leaves the public schools, they collapse, and uh, everybody on our side wins.
Gary Nolan Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show. It is 9.35, coming up in half an hour. At 10.05, John Gizzi from Newsmax is going to be on board with us. Uh, there's a Republican who ran for the House of Representatives and lied his way through the whole campaign. Uh, and we're going to chat about him and another Republican who did the same thing. Uh, and a, a, Plus a couple of other things that are in the zeitgeist. Uh, then uh, Sarah Walsh is going to be on board with us. She's in Washington, D.C. She's there for the March for Life. We'll check in with her. That'll be about an hour from now. Uh, then uh, we've got... Uh, oh, and, and after that, uh, we've got Chuck Basie coming on board. Chuck has filed a lawsuit. He wants to run for the school board in Columbia, and I think he should be allowed to. I got messages I got to get to. Uh, we've been talking about this uh, transgender show they put on for the school board. Or for students, among other things, and uh, parents, this diversity dinner, stupid idea. They have no business doing it. None. This isn't the job of the government. The government is not there to preach diversity. Schools aren't there to promote diversity. Here's how you add 2 plus 2, it equals 4. Here's how you multiply 8 times 4 is 32. Here's the history of the Constitution. Now get the hell out of here and, and uh, put all this uh, information to use. Shouldn't be, here's how to have sex. Here are the different variations. Here's what we think. That's not the job of the government. And I keep telling you, it's happening here. And it is. James, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Well, thank you, Gary. Thanks for having me. Great show as always. And I think you've really touched a nerve here, um, at least with me. If, if this would have happened when I went to school, and I'm not that, that old, I'm 43. If this would have happened when I went to school, the parents would have been on the school lawns with pitchforks and torches. <laughs> um, plain, plain and simple. And uh, everybody would have been run out from the school board to the teachers. Um, but that is not the case today. Uh, I homeschool my children, and before they ever went to school, we made the decision that we were going to do whatever it took to not send our children through the meat grinder, which is the government school system. Um, and again, a public school, they're not public schools. They are government schools. They are run by the government. And um, the, the other day I was kind of talking with my wife. I was a bit outraged because I realized when I got my property tax bill, that I have been spending thousands of dollars for a service that I'm never going to use. Yep. So I will be your first donation if you open that nonprofit. Can I ask you a question, a personal question about the cost of homeschooling? Yes, sir. How much does the curriculum cost you per student? Our curriculum costs almost nil because the way that we do it is we uh, are able to find used college textbooks a lot of times. And um, if I, I, we've always believed that if I can teach my children to read and write well, then they can pretty well educate themselves. All the great men in history uh, didn't have a, a huge formal education for the most part. They learned to read, they learned to write, and most importantly, they learned how to think critically. So that is what we've been trying to teach our children, and um, I've seen great successes along that route. See, that's what I, that was my point. It's not, education shouldn't cost as much as it does. It shouldn't cost ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 a year per student. Uh, and you're, and, and you've just made oh, ahead, that, sir. you've just made that, uh, that case. 
Uh, and I want to ask one more thing. Because uh, I can remember uh, going with my father to Chagrin Falls, a little city uh, east of Cleveland. And uh, we walked down to the, to the waterfall. And he starts telling me about, and I was really young, about fishing and water. And it was a learning experience. And I'm wondering, every time you take a vacation or you take or took your kids with you somewhere, did it, were, was that what was happening with you? It is. And, um, you know, being able to spend time with myself and my wife and especially their grandparents, these elders uh, have so much wisdom in them and they love to impart that wisdom to the young generation. And um, everything is a learning experience from the garden that we keep to going to the gas station sometimes. Yeah, that's that's and, and, and it it keeps kids from being alienated from their parents. Uh, I, I, I my tip of the hat to you, uh, James. I, I really appreciate you calling in. Thank you. Well, God bless you, Gary. And I'll also say if I can do it, anybody can do it. But we also made the decision that we were going to sacrifice one of our incomes in order to do this. So I see a lot of people, you know, I know there are single parents out there who cannot make that decision. But um, a lot of people, because to, to keep their current lifestyle, they believe that they need uh, both incomes and the government-funded daycare, which is how I view the public school. And then yep. they are sacrificing their children for that extra income. And it, it just about makes me sick when I think about it. All right. I agree with everything you said. James, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, John, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? I guess I'm doing okay. You know, I was going to call about something else, but this is this is a really good topic. My father was born in the eight, in the early 1900s, and he used to tell me he said he'd seen everything. Basically, there could never be anything really new happen. He'd gone from horse and buggy to car, man on the moon, airplane, telephone, microwave ovens, loads of things. But he'd never—I don't know what he ever ever commented about seeing this happening now. I bought something at the Amish the other day. Young girls were in there, and you would say, oh, they only go to the eighth grade or whatever. Their handwriting, their cursive was meticulous. They do their math the old-style way. They don't need the modern public school education, but yet probably through their property taxes they're paying for, whether they want to or not. Yep. My, when I was a young boy, if this would have happened, Everybody in that school would have been, probably been fired, maybe teachers included. The people would not have put up with it, but we've become so complacent. Our founders, as you talked about, were so educated, and they knew what was going on. And look at us today. I'm so sorry, and I'm so sad that we have evolved at this point. And please forgive me, everybody, for making this comment, but we have gone to a country that was once great, and now we are not great anymore. Yeah, now uh, we've got government officials that great, but there are few that are. John, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, Chris, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? All right. Uh, I've never homeschooled anybody, but I'll throw in a tip for people that do. Uh, I know some people down at the lake were using a Christian school down there, and that was one of the ways they kept their costs down. And what they did was you ordered this kit, which was a homeschool kit, and had it mailed to the school. It had all the books, the tests, the everything. And it seems to me, last time I heard that, it was like 250 bucks for a year for yeah, a particular it, grade. So it's real affordable. Anytime the government 
steps in to provide something because they think it's too expensive, it gets more expensive. I know, and I, I don't know if you were, or Randy had somebody on the other day to set up this website that tracks uh, school expenditures and their taxes and everything. It was kind of interesting. But they said, I think Columbia Schools is spending 40% of their money on instruction, which means 60% of it is being spent on something else. And if you look at this, like $18,000 per student, my God, you could send three kids over to one teacher's house and get get rid of the buildings and the administration. I mean, you know, they'd be a well-paid Eight, teacher, and they'd only have three kids. Eighteen grand per student, is that what Columbia is? I, I believe that's what they're up to. Yeah, pretty close to that. And it's, yeah. it's whoever this person was, like I said, had set up a website so you can go look all this stuff up. And it is just, I've, I've known it for years, watching even the school district I used to go to just you know, coming up with money and crying, we need the money, we want to build buildings. And after they got turned down so many years, they just went to the bank, took the money out, and built a building. It's like, wow, you had all that money anyway, huh? Some sort of uh, building reserve, I suppose. Yeah, and I, and I know what the uh, government schools are saying about this, and I'll respond to that in just a minute. Chris, thank you for the call. The government's going to say, well, we have to take everybody. Well, that's because you're a government school. If there were no government school, your costs, uh, the cost per student would plummet. And you wouldn't have to take everybody. We have kids in school right now that will never learn. They, they sadly have some, uh, some dysfunction in their system, uh, and, and they will never learn. But parents send their kids there anyway, and they have to spend a ton of money uh, kind of babysitting them. School is never, it was it never supposed to be daycare, but that's what it's become. And the more you trust the government to do these things, instead of you doing them yourself, the worse things get. I'm telling you right now, if I were a parent in any, anybody within the sound of my, if I were a parent, I'd be looking for a way right now to homeschool or to find a good private school and get my kids out of there. And I really do think we ought to have a nonprofit that takes donations and applications from parents who are trying to get out from under the government schools. And remember, government schools get their money based on the number of students they have. The more of you that pull out and, and homeschool, the fewer dollars they have the greater the likelihood we can crush the system using the free market. Right now, what's happening is you're, you're being forced to pay for an education you're not taking advantage of. You're 65, 70 years old. Your kids aren't in school, but you're paying. You're 80 years old, and you've lived in your house for decades, and you've paid it off, but you're still paying rent to the county to put kids in school you don't even know. I mean, I don't care how you look at it. It's immoral. All right, I'm, I'm up against the clock. Got to take a quick break. I seriously, really am thinking about forming that nonprofit. Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. 9.51 and uh, about uh, a little over half an hour from now at about 10.30, uh, we're going to have Sarah Walsh on the program. She's in Washington, D.C. with a bunch of uh, Central Missourians uh, who are there for the March for Life. We'll... We'll find out just how cold it is uh, and what the goal is uh, after the Supreme Court has uh, decided uh, that it's a state's uh, rights decision. But before that, we're going to have uh, John Gizzi on the program. I've known John 
literally for 25 years. He uh, works at Newsmax. He's their chief political columnist, and he's their White House correspondent. Uh, his, the moniker for uh, for uh, John is the man who knows everyone in Washington, and he does. Uh, he is a recipient of the William A. Rusher Award for Journalistic Excellence, named Journalist of the Year by a Conservative Political Action Conference. He's going to be with us in uh, a few minutes at about uh, 5 after uh, 10. And he's, uh, he's written a piece about George Santos, who he says is a piker, next to one representative, Doug Stringfellow. We'll give you the details on that in just a few minutes. Uh, let's, uh, let me get Roger on the line. Roger, good morning. How are you? Hey, doing great, Gary. I, too, read the uh, report that came out of uh, Show Me Institute. Looked through there and found an interesting fact about Columbia Public Schools. They rank in the top 5% in cost per student, and they rank in the lowest 20% of results of, of average grades. So the people in Columbia School District are not getting their money, and I suggest they vote for Chuck Basie. <laughs> Yeah, Chuck is going to be with us uh, in the final hour, about 11.30 or so. Chuck Chuck Basie is going to be on board. He is uh, right. suing uh, to run. We'll, we'll see how that works out. Roger, thank well, you for the... the Columbia schools are just completely, totally mismanaged. Yes. They, all government schools are. All yeah, government well, schools I are. Think Columbia is worse than most of them. Uh, you think it's worse than St. Louis? Yes, I believe it is. Really? Wow. That's, yeah. Because that's going some. They are screwed up there. All right. Roger, thank you. But, okay. Bye-bye. Right, glad, glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. 874-9390, toll-free, 800-529-5572. Brian sent me a message. Gary, what frosts my buns is retirees who say, well, I'm on a fixed income. We are all on a fixed income. They're not any different than anyone else who is working. This is one of the biggest misconceptions in the economy. The idea that, that inflation and recession only affect certain groups is insane. Even working class has to deal with the dollar not going as far. Uh, let's see. Uh, the idea that employees just shell out more money because the economy is not true. Employers and businesses have the same problem. Well, here's where I think you might be wrong, Brian. Um, if you're 65, 70 years old, living on your investments and Social Security, and you have rampant inflation and a stock market taking a nosedive, you don't have the option to go out and take a second job. Very few people are going to want to hire you. So you're stuck at that income level, and, it, and it's deteriorating. But if you're young and you're working, you have an option. You can go take on another job. Uh, part-time job somewhere. Uh, so I think in a lot of cases, these people are stuck. Dwayne says, Gary, it is disgusting what Columbia schools are doing to try to brainwash our children. I call for an audit of the Columbia Public Schools and an audit of the City of Columbia investigation on what our money is being spent on. Jim, uh, let's see. Here's a wonderful site for homeschoolers put together by Ron Paul. I believe that all the materials are free and accessible via the Internet. Jim Z. <clears throat> Jim, I, 
I will try to repost that at GaryNolan.com at the top of the hour for anybody who's interested uh, in, in getting their kids uh, a, a great education and saving a ton of money. But this is intolerable. This is The whole event is intolerable. And that's what I want you to understand. It's not just that they brought in drag queens with kids. It's that they're holding the event at all. That isn't why you pay your tax dollars. It's not so they can proselytize about what they think society should look like. That's not their job. The, the, the primary job of the government is to protect your rights. It's not to educate your kids. It's not to uh, punish or reward you based on how many solar panels you get. It's, it's just to protect your rights. You come break into my house and you steal something, the government is there to protect my right. If, if you club somebody over the head, the government has the right to go after you because you're, you're taking something from somebody. You're assaulting somebody. You have that as the main goal of government and nothing else. Literally, everything else they do could have been done by the private marketplace more efficiently. I don't care if you're talking about highways, uh, airline, uh, 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 air transportation, uh, health care, everything could have been and would have been less expensive, more efficient if the government hadn't jumped in to try to help you. The same is true with education. Uh, the closing minutes here, uh, Gary, here's a website uh, the caller was talking about, most school rankings. Uh, also, uh, let's see, okay. Um, I, I can't, uh, well, let me just move on. Chuck says uh, National Review, okay. So there are alternatives. I will try to get this homeschooling data up at GaryNolan.com. I will uh, uh, put it up as a link. I'll do that during the commercial break. In the meantime, uh, know that uh, John Gizzy is going to be with us. John, is he's a real character um, and a really, really nice guy. Um, it, it, when I say a character, I mean, he still wears a top hat. Uh, he wears a, a, a cap, a hat, not a, not a cap. Um, what do you call it? Not a fedora. Would you call it a fedora? I don't know. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's that... He's that kind of classy guy um, and a lot of fun. But he has uh, some really great columns up at Newsmax. And one uh, that I thought was kind of fun was George Santos is a piker. That's coming up next on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show. 